1: Good morning. It is Friday, April 16th. You are listening to the College Football Daily. My name is Trey Scott. I'm excited about today's episode. We will be continuing our tour of every Power 5 school and a few Group 5 schools this offseason with a discussion about the South Carolina Gamecocks. So the Gamecocks weren't very good last year. They were 2-8, and eight and that's why they have a new coach, Shane Beamer and they actually weren't very good for a long time under Will Muschamp. It it kind of went downhill fast after a 9 and 4 season in 2017. Uh, the Gamecocks went 7 and 6, 4 and 8 and 2 and 8. And again, that's why Will Muschamp is now an analyst at Georgia and Shane Beamer is now the head coach at South Carolina. But if you weren't paying attention last year in Columbia, you were missing out on an awesome performance from Kevin Harris, a running back who now enters the season, the 2021 college football season, being held in in such high regard that many consider him to be the best running back in the SEC. And this is, again, I, I totally get that this is a player not many people likely watched nationally, but I can tell you that South Carolina fans love Kevin Harris, and today on the College Football Daily, we will actually hear from Kevin Harris himself, who did an interview with our Chris Hummer last week. So we'll get to that in just a second, and then following that interview, Brad Crawford and I are going to have a discussion about the discussion. We're going to be talking about South Carolina's expectations and South Carolina and, and and how they feel about Kevin Harris as the face of their program. But before we we jump into that interview with Kevin Harris, I just wanna give everyone some background. So last year, his numbers, 15 touchdowns, including five against Ole Miss, which is a program record. He averaged 10 yards a carry that night. In all, Kevin Harris rushed for 1,138 yards and 15 touchdowns. And, and don't forget, that that's in a shortened, abbreviated COVID 2020 season. This is such a cool story. This is a former three-star recruit. He's going to get asked about this too by Chris Summer, former three-star recruit who entered last season, uh, last spring, last summer, not expected to be the starter because the Gamecocks were bringing in highly touted true freshman Marshawn Lloyd. But Marshawn Lloyd got hurt, and then South Carolina – opened up its running back competition. And Kevin Harris, this former three-star recruit wins the job and he literally takes it and runs with it. And now it's really cool. He's the best running back in the sec. So I think you'll really like him. He holds no grudges about being a three-star recruit. He understands. Yeah. It's good to have a chip on his shoulder, but just keep working hard and all that. And Chris even gets Kevin Harris to, uh, name his favorite former running back to watch. And it's a guy who shares the same last name. So enjoy it. And 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 then remember, after Chris and Kevin Harris hang up the phone, you'll be hearing from Brad Crawford and
0: myself. The College Football Daily will be right back. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, Well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.
2: Today, I'm joined by South Carolina running back Kevin Harris, one of the top returning running backs in the country uh, heading into the 2021 season. Uh, Kevin, thanks so much for taking the time.
3: Appreciate it having
2: me. We wanted to have you on because we're previewing kind of Power 5 teams across the country, and uh, we wanted to talk to you about South Carolina. To start, I'm just wondering, how would you evaluate for your performance from last year? You ran for 1,138 yards, 15 touchdowns, averaged 6.2 yards per carry. How do you kind of think about last year for yourself?
3: Well, for me, some would say I had a great season. But really, I mean, I could have did better. Like, I missed some I missed some holes and stuff like that. which I could have proved them. So this year, I'm getting ready to improve and stuff. I want to catch the ball better out the backfield and stuff like that.
2: I think a lot of people, like, from our perspective, just see your production as, like, he had a great season. Like, yeah. he must be thrilled with himself. How do you kind of evaluate yourself as the season goes on in terms of missing holes and stuff? Like, how do you fairly critique yourself while also giving yourself a little bit of credit?
3: I mean, we watch film and stuff, but, like, Correct my mistakes and stuff like that. My coach, like, he might say, like, like I did good and stuff like that, but like, it's like kind of hard and stuff for like me, like, give myself credit and stuff. <laughs> That's <all. laughs>
2: why, why. Why is it hard to give yourself credit, man? You did a lot last year. You should, you should take some props for yourself.
3: Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I just want to do better and stuff like that. So, trying to work hard to improve this year right now.
2: So, looking back at the film of yourself from last year, um, what are you most trying to improve on? What kind of did you identify in the off season as a thing to work on?
3: be more patient, I can um, run my routes better, catch the ball better, I want to get faster.
2: I've always, I've always wondered, like speed training is a really interesting process for running back. It is. Like, what, is that, what does that look like for you in the off season?
3: There's a whole lot of stuff we do. Well, like I go say during the summer and stuff, only um, get like time off and stuff like that. I go back to um, where I'm from, Hansville, Georgia. And I, like, speed training with my track coach and stuff like that. So, yeah, he be getting me right.
2: Is that, like, obviously your track coach isn't working on you on, like, off-the-line releases for time yeah. stuff. How does that apply to the football field when you're working with the track coach?
3: Hey, when you're in the game, you just got to run, really. <laughs> <laughs> like, you just got to run.
2: Speaking of running, uh, I think you had five touchdowns against Old Miss. Uh, do they start making you pay rent? Uh, in the end zone when you stay there for that
3: long? <laughs> nah, man. I want to get seven.
2: I mean, there's always something for next year, right? Yeah, there's always something for seven. Okay. I'm wondering, heading into last year, did you feel like you had a little bit to prove? I know some of the conversation around South Carolina was about another running back who's coming in behind you and all of that. Like how do you kind of look at that last season? And I know I know you weren't a highly ranked recruit. Do you ever kind of think about that a little bit?
3: I mean, not really. I mean, where I come from, was a small town, hard to get out. I think like a few guys got out. So I mean, I got to put myself every day, and I did that.
2: Were you expecting that of yourself last year? Of
3: course, yeah. It gave me a chance, and I ran with it.
2: When did you really feel like last season you had kind of taken that opportunity and really kind of earned that starting role? When did you really feel like you were, you were that guy for South Carolina?
3: Probably Florida game.
2: Well, that was pretty early in the year. You, I think you—that was your first hundred-yard game, right?
3: Yeah, first one. So I'm like, dang, okay, I can do this.
2: I can yeah. do this. And then you had you had quite a few more after that. So yeah. Fast forward a year, and I, I know you're not thinking about yourself, but I think one of our writers at 24/7 Sports ranked you as the best running back in the SEC. Um, I'm just wondering—is there anybody else in the conference you like watching from a running back perspective, <laughs> or nationally?
3: I mean, they gone now, so it, it was Najee Harris, obviously. I used to watch the game for um for my game and stuff like that. Like, we stayed in a hotel, so, like, the game was on. We watching. I like Clyde Hilaire. And, like, from the NFL, I like Ezekiel Elliott. So
2: All three of those guys are excellent pass-catching backs. Are you trying to take a little bit of that game uh, with you in the next
3: season? Yeah, cool. Is
2: that a lot of jug work for you? Uh, what does that look like?
3: Yeah, jug work, work um, over the head, all types of balls coming at me
2: kind of going into the team aspect of things how does this offense coming into this year with kind of the new staff look different than last year for you
3: I mean obviously it's different but like like run schemes and stuff like the same like to me it is I don't know about everybody else but to me it's the same like minor changes and stuff like that so we gonna be good we're gonna be pretty good
2: by the way I, I was always wondering is Luke Doughty faster than you
3: <laughs> Luke is fast I don't know you got to race, you got to see.
2: I was wondering if y'all, are, if y'all are in the same backfield together, potentially, I know that uh, quarterback yeah. room isn't settled. What is that going to be from my running perspective, like with the options and stuff That's that
3: you can run? That's going to be crazy. He could run, I can run, Marshawn could run, Z White can run, or Shadim can run. Rich that, so.
2: How would you describe what the new coaching staff has kind of brought to South Carolina?
3: They brought, like, some players came from the NFL. Some came from different places around the country and stuff like that. So, like, it's a more, like, you got to, like, know your stuff. Like, you got to know it. Like, they're going to teach you, but, like, it's your job to go out there and, like, show them you can do it and stuff like that. So I feel like they're bringing, like, some good stuff. It's not negative. They're bringing, like, good stuff to, like, making them more confident.
2: I know you care about South Carolina a lot, and Coach Beamer does as well. Can you kind of tell the love he has for South Carolina coming oh, in the door yeah. with his history?
3: Oh, yes. Yeah. He's sick about South Carolina. I didn't know he was here. <laughs> I didn't know he was here back in, like, 2010?
2: Yeah. With, I, didn't,
3: uh, I didn't know that. But like, now I found out. So I'm like, okay, that's good. He got love for it. Him and his family. His family was um was down here. Stuff like that.
2: What would you say constitutes a successful season for South Carolina next year in your mind?
3: Running the ball, having a supposed play. I mean, we got to catch the ball. We got to score a lot of points. Ain't no defense. I mean, I don't play defense. But, like, we got to stop the run. We got to stop the passes, everything. All the little things matter, so.
2: I mean, as well as you got to know the end zone uh, last yeah. year, I feel like they might put you on defense because you just know how to keep people yeah. out of it, too. <laughs> um, yeah. Last thing for you, uh, and I'll let you go. Thanks so much again for joining us. How do you view your place among the best running backs in college football?
3: Well, first off, this is the SEC. We played, we played in the best conference in the world. So I feel like, of course, I'm one of the best running backs in the in the world, I feel like. So, I mean, I'm highly confident about that. So I don't care who wants to take that away from me. I got that, like, engaged in me. So it's good. I'm ready to compete with anybody. So,
2: He's going to be dangerous next year, folks. He's going to have his braces off. He's going to be feeling good. Uh, Kevin, thanks so much for joining us, man. I really appreciate it.
1: Appreciate it. Thank you. Okay, Brad Crawford, we spent last spring getting really excited about Marshawn Lloyd as a true freshman running back for the Gamecocks. Then he suffers a knee injury, and we're all wondering, uh uh-oh, who are they going to turn to? They turned to a guy I had never heard of named Kevin Harris. And one year later, you rank Kevin Harris as the best running back in the SEC. Let's let's go back a few months and and walk back sort of how surprised you were when this kid blew up and and burst onto the scene.
4: Yeah, Trey, near the end of last season, I tweeted that Kevin Harris was the the most underrated player in college football after he was not even named one of the 10 semifinalists for the Doak Walker Award, despite leading the SEC in rushing. I mean, how does that even happen? So he had 1,100 yards, 15 touchdowns on a two-win team against defenses that knew he was the only bullet in South Carolina's chamber. He faced seven and eight-man fronts every game and you know, still averaged, I think it was six and a half yards of carry. I think I counted, trade. there was five runs of 45 or more yards last season, had an 88-yarder against Vanderbilt. You know, all this was coming from a guy who was a three-star signee, like you said, not necessarily known for his breakaway speed or or his, you know, high-end first-round type skill set. But if you watch Kevin Harris run, I mean, one of the first things you notice is his ferocity and at that initial point of contact, you know, his ability to drive through tacklers. I won't compare him to the former Gamecock, Marcus Lattimore, but the way that, you know, on third and short, Kevin's able to drive through guys and fall forward every time he gets stopped. I mean, that's that's Lattimore-esque, and that's some of the highest praise, I think, that you can have if you're a Gamecocks running back. You know, one reason I think that Harris is going to be even better this fall is the emergence of that additional threat you've already mentioned, Marshawn Lloyd, former five-star, redshirted last year after that knee injury. And, you know, he's going to keep Kevin Harris fresh against those tired, worn out defenses. I don't call plays at South Carolina, but if I'm Marcus Satterfield, you know, I would feed those two guys and just kind of watch them work.
1: I was going to ask how Kevin Harris fits into that running back room or really, you know, how Marshawn Lloyd fits into that running right. back room. Is it safe to say that like South Carolina's got, got quarterback questions, Brad, and got oh, yeah. plenty of questions galore, but. Is Kevin Harris outside of, of of Shane Beamer as far as players go? Is he kind of the the face here? Is he the the jersey we're seeing at the at
4: the bookstore and all that? I think he definitely is. You know, when you go to the Gamecock Spring Game in a couple of weeks, you're going to see Kevin Harris on the front of the program. I mean, he's he's kind of the guy at South Carolina. I think Shane Beamer will be the first to tell you that if he could give him 25 carries a game, he certainly could. I don't I don't think they're going to have to do that out of necessity this season with you know Lloyd back there, but. It's an offense that it's still very much a work in progress, not because it's a first year coaching staff, but just because they have a young quarterback back there, not a, not a ton of depth at the position. And you go back to last season, South Carolina had one of the more inconsistent passing games in the power five ranks. And Kevin Harris still managed, you know, one hundred and forty five or so yards a game. So, you know, coming off a two win team. And being able to produce at a pretty much a Najee Harris type level. I think Kevin Harris is going to be a marked man this season, and I'm interested in seeing and you know how he does sort of for his encore performance. Appreciate it, Brad.
1: Thank you. Okay. Thanks to Kevin Harris and thanks to South Carolina for setting that up. Thanks to Chris Hummer. Appreciate Brad Crawford joining me for a few minutes of Gamecock talk. As you all know, we are attempting to hit every single Power 5 school and a few group of 5 schools this offseason here on the College Football Daily. I can't believe it, but we're almost halfway there. And in case you missed your favorite team, don't worry. There's a good chance we've already talked about them, and they will all, all those episodes are on Spotify. Just go to Spotify, search for the playlist called Across the Country with the College Football Daily, and find every single team episode we have done so far. We'll do a few more next week as well. Got a group of five school. Sorry, not even a group of five school. We've got an FCS school on deck. I wonder if you can guess it. You probably can. And then we're going to do a big time power five program that has a relation to the topic of the FCS school we're going to do. I don't want to give too much away. I think if you're remotely invested in college football, you should be able to guess those two schools and props to you if you do. For our producer, Lance, then I'm Trey Scott. Everyone have a great weekend. We will talk to you on Monday for the next edition of the College Football Daily.